0: Talk, talk to me, WSRadio.com. Welcome back
1: to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha
2: Collier.
3: And welcome back, 877-474-3302. And now is the time of the show where we, today, we're going to scour Marshall Las Vegas because that's where we're heading. And we really will be scouring Las Vegas next week because we will be looking for the best buys of the year coming up uh, soon. But for right now, it is time for our buy of the week. Our buy of the week. Our buy of the week. uh, That was... That was so disappointing.
1: Again, technology engineers are needed in in many areas.
3: (laughs) (laughs) You, too, can hire your next tech engineer and apply at Marsha's house.
1: Uh, Learn learn not to have mute on, right? Yeah,
3: exactly. (laughs) Apply at mark Uh, It's very low-paying, but it's really a lot of fun. It's Uh, a lot of fun. Yeah, okay. So if you live in an area, which pretty much everybody in the universe seems to, where your power goes out, You know, I mean, I would say half a dozen times a year we lose our power in this house. I don't know. Marsha, what about you?
1: Uh, Never lose power.
3: (laughs) Never? Never, never? Never. Wow. Never. I'm moving to your neighborhood. Never have lost power. No, really. uh, Well, one of the most important things you have is what's called a surge protector. And a surge protector is one of those devices, and they run from, you know, small amounts of money to large amounts of money, and depending upon what kind of system you have, so that if there is a surge of power the surge protector takes it rather than feeding it through to your device so that if you've connected your computer or you've connected your DVR or whatever it happens to be, you don't want to lose or, frankly, destroy the device because it can be destroyed by a surge of power. Well, at buy.com, the Monster Cable MP-AV800, what's called Power Center, with a built-in surge protector so what it has is let's see one two three four five six seven eight um eight different plugs so it you know not only does it serve as a surge protector but it serves as a multiple base just you know i have so many electronics plugged in frankly scares the hell out of me how many things i have plugged in and um it gives you the ability to take those devices and really uh, protect everything Uh, do you use surge protectors
1: Well, you know, I was going to say, and I know this, but uh, this is something for discussion here. Um, I, I don't know if you remember it a long time ago. We tested something called a smart strip. Yeah. And I have been buying smart strips now and I have found makes a huge difference. And what a smart strip is, it's a surge protector. It's about $10 more than your buy of the week. Mm -hmm. But what it has is it has, let's say, 10 outlets. Uh, let's say three of those outlets are always on. Right. And that's, let's say, where you'd put your dish network box, mm-hmm. um, your Wii, mm-hmm. or your, and your Wi-Fi, because we have a Wi-Fi over by the television. So right. those are always on. Then there'll be a control plug, an outlet, mm-hmm. where you plug in your TV. Okay? And, okay, forget it. You don't put the Wii in the always-on ones. I'm sorry. You put the Wii in the other ones along with your DVD player, whatever the heck else, Google TV, whatever the heck else you have on. Um, When you turn on the TV, the other outlets come live. Because, you know, when you have things plugged in, they're always draining power at some level. Mm -hmm. So what they do is when you turn your TV on, the outlets where you have your Wii, your Xbox, your DVD player, all the other ancillary items, your Bose system plugged in, those outlets become live. Okay. And when you turn your TV off, they kill the outlet. So there's no electric drain. Yeah. And I mean, these... we're starting to put those in. Um, I'm going to be getting them for the office, too. It took me a while to realize the value of it. But with the cost of power and, you know, we're going to be talking about solar. It's, right. I think it's an excellent thing to do. So, And they make them. It's called Smart Strip. And they have a surge protector with the auto switching technology.
3: Yeah, there's so, a, you know yeah, there's a cool. number of these around, and, and I have to say, you know, you spend a lot of money for your electronics, and you want to protect these, and you really can. You know, destroy your electronics if you don't protect them properly. So here's one that's pretty inexpensive. Monster makes some really good stuff. And this is called the Monster Cable MP AV800 Power Center, built in surge protection. Uh, again, it has room for three, four, five, six, seven, eight. There may be more, uh, on the sides, because sometimes they actually come on the sides as well. And this is twenty two dollars and ninety eight cents. Uh, original list price on this is ninety six dollars, and it is available with free shipping at buy dot com. And and protect whether it's this one or the one that Marsha suggests. Please do plug in. Just as we talk about backup and cloud computing and all this other stuff that we uh, enjoy talking about on the show, back up your everything that you have and protect your equipment because your equipment yeah, is very, very expensive. Yeah, people don't think
1: about that. You know, we oh, it's in the cloud. Yeah, right. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, whoops.
3: <laughs> yeah, I mean, and how are you going to retrieve it when you fried your computer motherboard? Uh, and I'm curious,
1: you know, if there's a lightning strike or something and you mm-hmm. are currently connected to the cloud, does that go back up that connection? You mean That's cause... interesting. If you fry something on this end and you are connected to the cloud, that would be an interesting question for, you know, some of the really smart folks who work well, in the cloud.
3: You, you know it's not an actual cloud, right? Like up in heaven?
1: Yes, I know that. You sure? But what you're... I'm saying <laughs> is that there are connections and there right. electricity can go back and forth. That's how it works, right?
3: Well, you're talking <laughs> about a pulse uh, bomb. That you know that wipes out well, all the well, that's
1: a whole other story. Yeah, yeah that's, that's something different.
3: But yeah, no, I think I think it's relatively safe as far as I can tell you in terms of having your stuff backed up on the cloud. But as Stacy was saying, and Marcia and I both say, just be safe. And if you got important things you want backed up, back them up to a U.S. I mean, Marcia and I have a, a thousand excuse me, a thousand USB flash drives, you know, back them up to a flash drive, back them up to a hard drive, you know, just back up the most invaluable things. Because frankly, either if you don't do that, either you're going to lose it or it's going to cost you a literal fortune to recover these things because they are not cheap.
1: Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, so anyway, we this is at a buy. Fortune at, for this.
3: Yeah, at buy.com. And again, it's the uh, Monster Cable MP AV800 Power Center, free surge protector, free shipping, and $22.98. So that's a, uh, that's a good buy for you. Okay. So let's talk a little bit solar. I am now about seven months into my solar project, which is having put solar, uh, panels on my roof. And the way these things work basically depends upon where you are in the country and, and what you want to do. But you basically contract with a solar company. The solar company pays for everything. So you don't, you don't outlay any money. You just pay them a lease fee on a monthly basis. And then it goes on for about 20 years. And at the end of the 20 years, you have a balloon payment, um, depending upon the size of your system. And it can be $5,000 or $10,000, what, you know, whatever it happens to be. And then your power from the, electric company that you generate, the usage is much less. So right now I would say that we're saving, since we put the solar up, we're saving about $150 a month on our solar. We're using, and the reason we're not saving more is because we have the lease payment on the equipment. So I, I just in fact got my electric bill, and last year in the same time frame we used something like 1,800 kilowatt hours of power. This month, we use 400. So we're using almost a quarter of the energy. And the theory being in solar electric is that you want to be, you know how the electric companies, Marsha, they charge you based on the tier that you're in.
4: Right. So they go tier
3: one through five, tier five being the most expensive. And as you move, use more power, your electric charge is larger and larger and larger. So where we've now dropped to... what they call Tier 1 and 2, so our electric bill, even just right off the bat, will probably save this year about $2,000 in electric cost over the next uh, year and more as time goes on. And what you're basically doing is fixing in your cost. So you're paying, you know, you've got this fixed lease on your solar equipment. So
1: the electric company, you don't give them power. Because I've heard that you know that you can sell your power to the electric company. That's
3: now. maybe coming. That, that's a possibility. They've been talking about that. Now we we've only had one month where we actually generated more power than we used, and we literally had a credit on our our electric bill. And you don't. It, it's kind of an interesting way they do it. You don't. You only pay once a year. You pay a small amount each month, and it accumulates mm-hmm. once a year. So now for the last seven months, we've accumulated about seven hundred dollars in charges. Now I've had electric bills during the summertime that are twelve, thirteen hundred dollars for one month. So we've now accumulated about a hundred bucks a month in electric charges. And at the end of the at the end of the twelve month time frame, you pay them a lump sum, or you can you know you can pay them along the way if you want to do that. Uh and so far I have to say it's working really well. I'm impressed with this, you know, with the way it works. I have a little wireless device that tells me how much is generated every day. Uh, Solar energy is interesting because during the hottest months, it is not quite as efficient as if it's a little cooler. If we're at 105 or 160 degrees, uh, it doesn't work quite as efficiently if it's running at 90 degrees. So there's this kind of point where somewhere between 85 and 95 is your optimum time for the, the solar power to generate. And it's interesting. I don't sell power... You know solar power this is not a commercial for solar power. I'm just saying I tried it, and it's interesting we we marshcia just put a new uh um, energy efficient pool filter uh pool mm-hmm. motor on our pool, and that saves about thirty bucks a month from the old one. so you know I think we're all going that way. We're changing our light bulbs, we're getting more green you know we're trying to use the um whatever you call those light bulbs in the house now that you know there's sixty watt bulbs that are really only fifteen watts of power. So I, you know, I Mm -hmm. think, I think it's good for the world and I think it's good for your pocketbook. And in these times where everybody's trying to save money, uh, might not be a bad idea to do it. So as, as my solar, what I call my Mark Solar project goes along, I'll keep you posted over the next year and let you know how that works out. But I have to say, so far so good. I mean, even if I save a hundred bucks a month, it's better than paying it to the electric company. So, um, that's that's what we got going. Um, got a couple apps I want to tell you about, free apps. Maybe we'll talk a little bit about apple and is there going to be an iphone or an ipad new one this year
1: and Uh, when we get back i need to talk about what the ice cream sandwich
3: oh gosh let's do that when we come back you've been talking about that for hours so we'll talk about that when we come back (laughs) uh do not go away we'll be back with a little bit more right ahead
1: this is marcia collier and i'm here with mark cohen and we're on ws radio the worldwide leader in internet talk
2: The Stem Cell Health Alliance is a 501c3 nonprofit organization dedicated to the active promotion of the stem cell movement around the world. The Stem Cell Health Alliance, formerly known as the World Stem Cell Foundation, is currently advancing Breakthrough to Independence, an 18-month campaign That's dedicated to helping spinal cord injury patients gain greater independence. Breakthrough to Independence is a pilot program combining physical, cognitive, nutritional, and alternative therapies like massage and acupuncture with stem cell therapy to see if dynamic combination therapy will give spinal cord patients greater independence. Find out more about the Stem Cell Health Alliance and about the Breakthrough to Independence. See how you can help spinal cord patients gain insight and benefit from this breakthrough Just go to StemCellHealthAlliance.org. That's StemCellHealthAlliance.org. Together, we can provide hope to those suffering from spinal cord injury.
0: I have some good news for a change. With the stressful times upon us, having a regular glass of wine has proved in many studies to reduce stress. Want some more stress-relieving tips?
1: Welcome back to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier.
3: Thank you, as always, for joining us. We're delighted to be with you. And, uh, as Marcia and I have a talk about the whole show, we'll be at CES next week, Consumer Electronics Show, be able to come back and give you the scoop for what you're going to want to own this coming year. But right now, I feel like ice cream, Marsha.
1: Ice cream, ice cream, ice cream. You know, I love Android. Okay. Uh, okay. I love Windows. I love OS. I love them all. But it's really exciting to see when there's a major overhaul in an operating system you know when they actually do something new instead of
4: yep. you know
1: patch and <laughs> patch and get the duct tape out a little bailing wire you know um, but Android 4.0 4.0 or ice cream sandwich, as we call it, mm-hmm. I love these little names, is the new Google operating system right um, I understand I will you mean the be getting Android. it. Uh, new
3: Android.
1: Android operation. Right. Sorry. <laughs> and I understand it will be coming to my uh, Samsung Galaxy S2, but right now it's on the Galaxy Nexus, which is the hot, hot, hot mm-hmm. new phone. Okay. So here's the deal. The interface is going to be different. Okay. Um, much, uh, a little bit the way we're used to with smartphones. But I'm, you know, looking at the pictures, I'm saying it's different. Now you, to navigate, you have three soft keys, back home and multitasking. Mm-hmm. Um, previously in Android phones, these were built below the screen. Now they're part of the screen. Okay. You can swipe sideways to shut down an application, which obviously greatly reduces battery consumption. Cause you know, when you switch from app to app, on your phone, whether it be an iPhone or an Android, you know, they're all still in there working.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, Web OS did that where you could swipe to get rid of and shut down a program completely. So that's a nice thing that they're going to be doing that. Uh, the home and back buttons are the same as they've always been, but they don't have a long press function. So you can't automatically call up a keyboard, for example. Um, when you're looking, this is interesting that I think they stole from the Windows phone. <laughs> when you're on the Windows phone, when you're looking for settings or something like that, mm-hmm. you're going to see three tiny horizontal dots. They're a little line of three dots. And when you tap on that, you get options. And what Ice Cream Sandwich has is uh, three tiny dots um, that you can tap to get things like Open homepage, recent apps, uh, just you know, little interesting things. So I think that's something that's like a direct lift from Microsoft,
4: mm-hmm.
1: which is kind of interesting. Um, you're going to have to hunt around for those dots because, uh, from what I hear, they show up in different places. <laughs> so you, you know, they just going to be around. Now, unlocking the device, you can unlock the device with your face.
3: With your face?
1: With your face. Uh-huh. Um, in other words, it uses, you know, face scanning, you know, facial recognition. Oh,
3: you don't smudge your face against the screen and yeah, it recognizes you. Put your face you. here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. To
1: unlock your phone. Yeah, right. Smush it in your nose and yeah. it's going to work. Doesn't that kind of mess um, up the
3: screen though? Makes it kind of blurry?
1: I, th- I think you hit a button,
3: you know. Oh, oh But oh,
1: anyway, um, it's not meant to be 100% secure and the people that have tested it, Uh, had it you know they made faces (laughs) okay and and it had a little bit am i putting you to sleep there mark i hear you yawning (sighs) i'm sorry go ahead okay well facial recognition i think is not a yawner i think that's kind of i
3: think that's cool if that actually works (laughs) and it does at least i see it it in NCIS all the time so
1: yeah exactly so um settings have been given a spot on the notifications page because i don't know about you but if you've ever used an android phone or any phone don't you hate even in ios you have to go to settings which is somewhere else yep. that you're not at at yep. the moment yep so that's going to be in the notifications pane so that's kind of nice so you can you know switch to wi-fi or turn on your gps and you don't have to leave it on all the time
3: the notification um, pane that uh, iphone ripped off of android right yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah it's, it's it's all you know folks let's steal from each other yeah exactly you know it's, it's, but what can I say? And yeah. they have the little uh three dots. Well, what is that that I hear beeping in the back?
3: It was my Siri talking to me. Okay. Every once in a while Siri. Oh, by just the comes way, up. did
1: you know that there's an Android app for Siri? Well, it's an just Android like Siri?
3: App? No, really.
1: It's called Iris. It's Siri spelled backwards.
3: Oh, seriously?
1: <laughs> and it's called Iris. But anyway, they have they're going to have folders with obviously just like the iOS, you can Drag and drop icons one on top of the other to mm-hmm. give bundles of apps that you can rename. Right. Um, you know, it's just interesting considering how Apple's upset about Google stealing certain elements. You can't wonder why it's like really an infinite loop of everybody stealing from everybody. As I look at all these little things, uh, there's a big change to widgets. Now, you know, you can now look at each one on the menu screen without actually having to select it. In other words, just a quick tap, and you can – it's almost like a link, so you don't have to even bother putting it on the home screen. You just tap it, and it opens, and it's not a duplication. Mm-hmm. So from what everybody says, it's going to be great, and, quote, uh, Tech Radar. Saying it's what's needed to chip away at those who are dyed in the wool iPhone users. Mm -hmm. So we'll see. It'll be interesting.
3: Yeah, you know, and what we were talking about a little bit is um, where is this year going to bring us? The new, really awaited iPhone five in terms of redesign. Uh, that, it's you know, time.
1: That, I'm sorry. It's time for for something new. It really is.
3: It'll be interesting to see because so far, you know, all there is is rumor and speculation about what's going to actually come. There's also a rumor that there'll be an iPad 3 coming out in March. iPad 3 being not so much of an improvement over iPad two, but a cheaper version of iPad 3 that'll sell for a couple hundred bucks. So, you know, we'll see if that comes. But, you know, remarkable how quickly people got over the disappointment of the iPhone 4S. They've sold record numbers of iPhone 4Ss. Uh, But, I mean, I, too, even though as as big of a fan as I've become of the iPhone, I would like to see a little bit bigger screen, maybe a little bit different design. Yes, it
1: needs a bigger screen. That's why I've gotten frustrated with phones, you know, period, in... Like I said, trying to read email and such, nah, enough already. I don't want to squint.
3: I mean, it's never going to be huge, let's face it. You, you know, you're you not going to have a... Because then it becomes a pad and not but a... Yeah, uh, and
1: then it's too big to carry around in your pocket, right? Yeah,
3: exactly. So it's, yeah, it's certainly something that's not going to uh, turn into a bigger... But it would be nice to have a little bit bigger screen, although I'm not willing to give up my iPhone to go to an Android. Even though I was at an Android for you know, a year or two before that and, and I do like the Android I think it's a terrific phone you know the, depending upon which one you get I think it's a good series of phones so anyway so that you know, that's going to be coming out next year uh, also I want to hit you before we go we just got a couple of minutes a couple of movies uh, DVDs that came out did you uh, you know you don't see enough movies but Contagion do you know about Contagion?
1: Uh, no, but I saw Time Warner has it available now. So I'm yeah,
3: it was, Do I it need was to see good. It? You know, it's Matt Damon. I mean, it, it had a, an exceptionally good cast and uh, Jude Law. Gwyneth Paltrow, although she doesn't have much of a role in it. Uh, Kate Winslet. So it's quite a, a well-done movie. Uh, I can't say it, it was riveting. It should have been riveting. You know, it's based on the premise that somebody gets a Yeah, right, uh,
1: right, right. Disease. So I thought it was going to be riveting.
3: Yeah, it was okay. Uh, Killer Elite, thought that was pretty decent. That's Jason Th- Stratham, who I'm a big fan of for his Transporter movies. And Robert De Niro, about a couple of uh, train killers. That is available on DVD, and I enjoyed it. Very entertaining film. And then one that was you know i have to say cute and if you got an extra hour and a half that you'll never return with uh can, you know get it's called what's your number with Anna Faris who i happen to like and Chris Evans and uh, you know an okay it's an okay film b- based on a uh, novel that came out
1: But what so, do i need to see this week and i'm i'm counting on you now what is my number one thing i need to go see
3: I haven't seen it yet but i understand the girl with a dragon t- dragon tattoo is an No i don't want to go
1: to a movie i want to sit on my butt at home
3: Oh uh, you know, oh, you're you talking about new there?
1: DVDs, new releases. Yeah. Oh what, gosh, we're out new? of time.
3: I have to think about that, Marcia. I don't know. I got a couple. I don't know. I'll call you. Okay,
1: nothing We'll talk week. after the show. Okay. Uh, I will see you at CES. We're I gonna will. We're going to meet your buddy, Justin Bieber, and I'll be yeah. happy with the snow. and I'm
3: going to meet uh, Marcia's <laughs> significant other, Kurt, for the first time, so I'm looking forward to that. And we'll be with you next week, as always. We tell you, please do not drink and drive. We want you back with us. We'll see you after CES. Have a great weekend from Computer and Technology Radio. We are WS Radio. We're the worldwide leaders in Internet time. Have a great weekend, everybody. We'll see you next week.
1: You've been listening to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. Produced by Brain Food Radio Syndication, global food for thought.
3: When it comes to purchasing your next digital camera, there is only one name you need to remember, Canon.